Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Hello? Hey! Hey! How are you? I'm doing great today. Just working on music. Excellent. Do you want to tell me a little about what you're working on right now? Two of which I can discuss is one with a rapper and beat maker out of Kenya. Um, it's a unity piece called Earth Faction. And then the second is um, a remix uh, with a British artist, My Radars. Oh, that's really awesome. Can you tell me a little bit more about Earth Faction? Earth Faction is, uh, again, like I said, a unity piece. Um, it Lyrically, uh, we're both talking about kind of changes we wish to see in, you know, treating, you know, the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated to an extent, you know? Okay. That's beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing that. Where am I calling you from today? Uh, I am in Norfolk, Virginia. Very nice. How long have you lived in Norfolk? Um, it has been about going on five years. Very nice. Um, but I, I originally lived in Richmond for six years, and uh, I enjoyed playing out there. I had a lot of fun um, performing and stuff. Uh, I actually was doing veterinary there and before I started doing music full-time. But um, veterinary was really fun out in Richmond and Fredericksburg. I learned and met a lot of compassionate people, learned a lot of cool skills. And um, I've even thought about going back to volunteering at the shelters and stuff. It's just music takes a lot of my time these days. I can imagine. It's it's really fun trade, and I it I like when when I was learning the skills, like I was like I remember there was like there's a guy. I, what he said was. He said, I can't believe we're getting paid to do this. This is such an awesome job. And I was like, it just resonated with me. I was like, dude, yeah, like this is so cool. I mean, it's a, it can be emotional because you see all spectrums, but it's a, it's a really fun gig. Wow, that's so cool. Do you have to keep some kind of a certification up to date? Depending on what uh, avenues you're pursuing in veterinary, like um, if you want to do like be a vet vet tech, like a licensed vet tech, yes, you need a license. But um, I was just a vet assistant for the for, for the period and um, that I was working for the nine years. And I started as a kennel tech, so I was cleaning up all the messes, mm -hmm. and I, I was writing music at all during that time. It was a really rewarding job. Like you get to you know help the community, and you know obviously animals get their homes. And I did a lot of adoptions, uh, especially in Fredericksburg. I was an adoption specialist. It was it was so fun. <laughs> I like I kind of miss it. <laughs> That's beautiful. Do you do you think that being in a like in a work place where you felt satisfied made it easier to come home and still pursue music? Um, to a degree, um, I've, I've always been a little obsessive with music. So like, even when I was working at Domino's at that period, before I started doing, um, the animal ser uh, services, mm -hmm. I had, um, and like, I, I've worked at, you know, various other jobs, but animal jobs took up most of my time. Um, it was, I was always working um and it's emotionally draining at times because you see a lot of life and death and a lot of um upsetting things that because not everyone's the kindest 
So um, you get to, you see all spectrums. It's, it can be emotionally, uh, you can get emotional fatigue at times too. So sometimes I wouldn't play music. Sometimes I would. Okay. Well, that's a really great point. I didn't think about either, but even like being in a, in a compromised emotional state that way too can also make you feel more creative. At least personally, I feel like I do a lot of my creative work when I'm not feeling awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Um, I have I have a bit of songs that are not uh, the best headspace, but I'm in the better headspace after I had written them. Um, like, I think I wrote this... Uh, this song uh it was a two-part series called sleep terrors it's an instrumental piece you listen to it it just sounds nasty and it's um yeah i, I was feeling nasty when i wrote that and then I, it was cathartic i felt great afterwards you know exactly oh that's awesome i'm glad i'm having you on here today because i feel like <clears throat> i've been in a transitionary a trend yeah i'm in a transitional time in my life and um it's been kind of difficult balancing being creative because you were hired to be creative and then being creative for your own peace of mind and then balancing the work life personal life so it's nice to hear somebody just doing the damn thing despite it all I can kind of agree with the, like, if you're hired to do something, yes, it's uh, obviously, like, I've done some things compositionally or drum session work mm -hmm. uh, where I don't necessarily play what I want to play. Um, but thank God I have my outlet that is my uh, solo vessel to kind of do that. Um, but it, it's a weird thing. It's, it's um, you have to, you just have to create, I find that creativity is as uh finite or infinite as you believe it is you know yeah. um it's it's a state of mind and and i'm in writer's block on and off like i i don't obviously just write constantly as that's impossible like i don't care who you are you, you obviously everyone has writer's block in moments <laughs> where a frustration <laughs> thank you for that but like i mean i hit a wall like i've hit a wall like i've been working recently um other than these collaborations, collaborations get me excited. That's one thing. I can I can work really uh, with ease when I have other ideas to kind of build off of foundations. Okay. But when I go solo, sometimes I'll just write like one guitar part or one piano part or a vocal line or some lyrics. And then I'll just kind of dwell on it for a week or so. And <laughs> I don't really work on it. it. It depends on the mood, you know, it's state of mind is everything. Yeah, absolutely. I, can I ask you how, like, if you had to estimate the ratio of unfinished versus finished projects, personal projects? Oh, personal projects? Yeah. Uh, I have right now, and I clear my computer quite frequently uh, once a year, but I have 1,500 or more uh, song ideas, mm -hmm. but how many are actually used 80 to a 120 a year probably for solo music okay well that's <laughs> I mean, I'll just... because then you have this wellspring you can just pull from and add to yeah but then sometimes you go back and go what was i thinking oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you're just like oh no this is too yeah. this is too chaotic 
Yeah, that's like the the first thoughts you have after you wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to write a lot late at night. Now I'm not. I can't write late at night. I have to have well rest. Um, I I kind of treat it like uh, daylight hours are the best time because I, I used to push and burn the candle, and I'm I'm finding I'm not superhuman, so I gotta gotta take it easy. <laughs> Burning the candle at both ends is like my middle name. Well, it's um, it's really you know it. I, I do it too, and I do it time from time, depending on you know what I'm working on if I'm excited. But yeah, you got to know your uh, limits at times, and you know sometimes you know putting exa- exhausting yourself for you know an effort. Like if I'm doing it for a solo endeavor, then I'd be you know I'd be kind of like that. Eh, and solo endeavor is not really you know the best avenue for me to be, you know, burning the candle. But if it's somebody like a paying client, yes, I will, I will definitely go the extra mile for them. Um, so it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's, it, but uh, obviously knowing your uh, limits is, is a very important thing. Yeah, absolutely. What would your example of the ideal collaboration be? The ideal collaboration would probably be for me, at this point in my life, I, I've realized my strength is symphonic music. So I, I, my ideal collaboration would probably be independent films or actual uh, blockbusters. That's that would be like my dream right there. <laughs> oh wow, that's really good to know. Um, because I, I write like heavy metal and rock and rap and all sorts of styles, but my my love is symphonic music because even the abrasive like heavy music when you transpose it to symphonic uh, and woodwind instruments mm-hmm. it's, it's it always sounds really pleasing like it doesn't sound so pleasing with all the the blast beats and the crazy stuff but uh <laughs> it it um it's crazy because like these guitars that they're coming out with nowadays like these seven eight strings i play an eight string time from time but i i again i play a six string most of the time but the eight strings are the exact layout as a piano. So you have total um, extended range of an 88 piano to an extent. Uh, don't quote me on that. I may be 100, uh, not 100% right on that. But uh, I play with the, I, I realize that the lower octaves and the higher octaves go with the piano. So it's, it's um, you, you transpose a synthesizer into like uh, symphonic pieces. And then next thing you know, you've got like, you know, really, really movie sounding stuff, which uh, I like to incorporate a lot of cinematic values in my music. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'll definitely be hitting you up. Cool. Excuse me. Um, I wanted to ask you too, since you've got a pretty large spectrum of genres that you like to cover, who would you say your top influences are from each genre you generally pull from okay my okay new age and world this is going to sound really funny okay. but it's a musician called buckethead Buckethead. he has he ha, he plays anything from bluegrass metal rock he he does every genre but he wears a mask on his face okay. um i've been known to do that a couple times in some videos for fun but like it it's not it's not I, i'm i'm I'm, I'm happy being who I am, so I, I, I don't really wear them too often. But anyway, um, it's only out of love because he's my guitar hero. 
but he he plays a lot of new age world music and 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 very calming ambient stuff and that that transposed over i would say danny elfman for the symphonic is a huge uh influence han zimmer um like you know the big the big heavy hitters um yes. john frusciante for guitar uh his funk guitar i love his solo material um who else santana okay <clears throat> santana um, that's that's about it santana does my favorite version of she's not there it's a good song But uh, that's where the world music comes from. Is kind of like a lot of Santana, like listening to songs like his instrumentals, like Red Prophet, and obviously Old Comeva and all the good stuff. <laughs> nice. Okay. If someone brought you a like a dark comedy western script, you think he could do something with it? Like, do you mean like western, like doing spaghetti western music, or? Or just like a dark, if it were in that, um, I think I could, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It'd be weird uh, because it'd be out of my element, but I'm never in my element if you listen to my material. I'm always <laughs> trying to evolve. <laughs> oh, man. How long have you been playing the drums? Um, I have been playing since I was like, not, not like, probably about like seven or eight, but I've always fiddled with them when I was like three. But um, I got serious around like 11 to 12, 13, like middle school at time. I got really serious, started drumming a heavy metal and all sorts of stuff that like Black Sabbath, anything I could get my hands on musically, I was drumming to it. And um, I picked up the guitar shortly after that, too. And then there was always a piano in the house. So I've just always been around music. I've been very fortunate for that. That's awesome. You have a home studio that you're working with? I'm actually talking through my vocal mic right now. <laughs> okay. So it, it, we're talking through the whole setup right now. <laughs> um, are, do you have egg crating on the walls? Uh, no, no. Um, I'm very fortunate that I use a lot of headphones and then I mix with the speakers and the neighbors are pretty understanding about the volume. Um, I don't... <laughs> I don't use acoustic drums. I use electric drums for a lot of my productions, but I do play everything. And I'm very against uh, heavy quantizing and super, super production. I like honest production, which drives a lot of uh, perfectionists up the walls. But, it, you know, it's that's just how I work. <laughs> so there is a question that I ask everyone on the show, and that is how do you recognize someone from Virginia? Huh. I've lived in Virginia for quite a while, like uh, since since I was like probably about seven. And I would say, hmm, it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint. Like, I can't really just I can't really just like because there's so many different kinds of people in Virginia. No, I know that. I mean, there's so many different kinds of people in the U.S. It's a melting pot. So it's really hard for me to pinpoint like something. um I guess, like, if I want to be cliche, some people say y'all. I say y'all is probably because I'm from Virginia. <laughs> well, I didn't, I definitely didn't start using it until I moved down here. Where are you from originally? Um, I was, uh, I'm from Spotsylvania near the kind of Civil War battlefields area. Um, a lot of history there. A um, lot of, a lot of 
bad stuff happened there too. So yeah. like a lot of fighting and civil war and everything, but uh, a lot of history. It was really rich in history, but um, I actually am from Jacksonville, North Carolina, was born there, but obviously transplanted into Virginia and I'm staying with Virginia. I love Virginia. Um, you couldn't pay me a million dollars to go, go elsewhere. I, I like, I like everything about Virginia. What's your favorite thing about Virginia? Um, I like that you can go see mountains. You can go to the ocean. Uh, you can go to rural city. Uh, it's pretty eclectic. Yeah, I, I'm more about the rural, even though I live in the suburbs right now. Um, I, I, I mean, I was born in stick in the sticks in North Carolina, and then moved over to the sticks, even more sticks in Spotsylvania. So, I mean, I've always, always loved the country. It's just peaceful out there. It is. It's beautiful. The thing that I would like to state is that all my music is entirely free um, or donation based. I know that is insane. But it is all free for download on uh, johnschumacher.bandcamp.com. And donations are welcome, but not encouraged. Um, listenership, I think the uh, listeners that I have due to doing this process, I've been very fortunate to have them keep listening to the crazy concoctions I design. But um, yeah, it's always going to be free. That's, uh, I know that's an insane motto, but um, <laughs> that's just how I work. Hi, I'm John Shoemaker. Um, I'm a composer, and uh, I play guitar, bass, drums, keyboards. Uh, I sing a little bit, and um, I'm open to taking commissions for my work. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find a lot of my portfolio via Bandcamp, and also you can. Uh, I have a portal to hire me for session uh, drumming as well as orchestral compositions via soundbetter.com. Soundbetter.com. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. And uh, thank you for having me on your show. Anytime. Take care, hon. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach. Do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast? I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. 
head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. 